Welcome to the MTR Network. We are back for another Batwoman Super Tuesday recap. I'm Shanna. I am here with Ro and Hiroja, and we're talking about episodes 207 and 208. It's best you stop digging, and I've survived much worse. Uh, in these two episodes, we're finally headed back to Koreana to find Kate Kane. Um, oh, this is, this is an audio recording. You can't see my face. Um, and I'll start by asking what you thought of these two episodes, uh, Hiroja. Uh, very drama filled. I think it was very satisfying tying up what I guess is the Sophia arc of this season. I was kind of a little disappointed with just the arc overall because I thought Sophia might be more action-oriented villainous, but she's more emotional villainous, which I found found that to be a very interesting turn, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, basically, they kept with the trope where, especially episode eight, all the exes were fighting with each other. So I found that very satisfying. Uh, quite a bit of death, a lot of vengeance, if you will. Uh, I think Julia is the feds. I mean, I know she already works for a secret organization, but when she popped up in episode eight, I was like, hmm, I don't trust that. I don't trust it. Why aren't you? I, and I, granted, it was Mary, you know, that scene there. I was like, why did she pop up then? I'm like, what's the, her end game? So I put a question mark there. Like, I don't trust that bitch. Um, <laughs> the Desert Rose. So... I give Wait, my hold on one second. I want to. I want to give. I uh, want to give Ro a chance to just give me like, what's your initial? How do you feel? Okay. Before we get into like details. <laughs> ready. <laughs> notes. Notes. Like, ready. I got a checklist. My notes I'm are like it. sexy fighting. Um. No. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, okay. there we go. She had a sexy fighting. Um. I, I'm liking the tendency that they have to make many story arcs that still kind of go into a macro story. So it's also very useful that they're doing that given the pandemic's kind of interrupted schedule, the delays where they push back an episode instead of showing it. I am not enjoying the the the, the delays to episodes coming out, but that's just because I don't, I don't like messing with my schedule. I got things to do. But... Um, I also felt like it gave us a minute to rest on what had been done before they came back. Mm-hmm. I felt these two episodes were extremely wasteful of characters. And uh, that bothered me. I did appreciate the fact that it seemed like it was moving forward with the characters, but the dynamics that they had been establishing between people, they started rushing things. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really appreciate that. And I like being right, but I'm annoyed at the way that they made me right. So um <laughs> I'm assuming we'll get into that later about yeah. all the different ways that all three of us have been right about what was going to happen when they came back on the 14th. But uh, yeah. yeah. So Shanna, out of curiosity, what are your first initial thoughts? Of <laughs> Similarly, seven and eight? it's the pacing. The, the pacing is what's kind of jarring for me. And I think, to be quite honest, this is an issue that I think all of the CW shows accepting uh, Superman and Lois are having right now. Um, because even though, you know, we started this season with the new Batwoman and all that kind of stuff. So in, in many ways it felt like a new show, there's, 
this uh, tension between them trying to finish up what they started last year and in some cases weren't able to complete and them trying to like launch the new thing this year. Um, so while I appreciated, you know, the the wrapping up of this particular arc and the and the where is Kate Kane and all that kind of stuff that they started with there there were things that they had been building that I felt like they rushed through in these two episodes so that that's just the pacing is really off and it's again I don't think it's a, a Batwoman issue I think it's a CW show issue that I'm noticing because I'm, I'm seeing similar things with um legacies and um what's that other one I watch charmed <laughs> I was like what's that other one I watch <laughs> Superman and Lois by the way awesome <laughs> loving every minute of it um which one Superman and Lois so great oh uh, yes that show is just for us we make it together yeah. uh for the network roundtable but everybody on the network has decided that we are keeping we're, we're not Superman talking Lois about that two hours just, just, we apologize yeah. but sorry not sorry sometimes just, we just got to give it to us just hour. enjoying just enjoying it every week but we um want, yeah, none of us none of us want that to be work yeah but yeah yeah i think you're right um I think it is a CW problem. I don't, I know they probably will like chalk it off to the pandemic and messing with this recording schedule, but I actually don't think it's that. I think it's sometimes they don't know when to drop baggage. Um, and other times they rush to do it too quickly. And then they realize that, oh, we shouldn't have done that. And we've cut off this avenue. Crap. And they don't have a way out. So I feel mm -hmm. like sometimes they box themselves into corners. And mm -hmm. then instead of just admitting that they need to kind of come out of the corner and walk in a new direction, they sit in a corner and turn around and spin for a while before they admit that they messed up. That's what uh, I thought so, with Mary and Luke. Like they were spinning with those characters after they had built both Mary and Luke in different directions. And it felt like a little regression, forward regression, spinning around. And it, it was a little frustrating. It felt to me like they pushed too hard to have Ryan end up on Coriana. Yes. I don't think yeah. Ryan had to go to Coriana for us to resolve the stuff that we needed to resolve in this moment. So in the first episode, you have her losing her mind because of kryptonite poisoning and mind you loses her mind but has the wherewithal to put on the batwoman suit before going over to see angelique i i don't know how she managed those two things um and then has this fight with alice where i just don't believe she would have turned the tables on alice in that moment but then she decides at the last minute, I'm not going to kill her, but I'm going to put a tracker on her. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I'll buy this because they decided to give the tracker to Sophie and them to, to track her down. And I was like, cool. And then they come up with this like ham fisted, you know, Sophie and Jacob get kidnapped. So now Ryan has to go anyway. And I was like, all of it was stupid. That's <laughs> it was all stupid. I had that oh, as I'm one sorry. of my notes. I was like, the goon squad for the Princess Bride were more competent than the goon squads here these last two episodes. The Firemen, which, which and, is really pissing me off because the army yeah. is not incompetent on any level. The army is not incompetent, and um, I was like, they were getting taken out. Like, 
I don't know, like Cobra. Like, and they they never ever 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 Sophia never would have launched a mission like this, even with the point was to uncover the traitor on her own island, which basically, mm-hmm. which is why she indulged in this at all. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we said really early on that it was weird that the one thing Ryan had from her ex, the only mm-hmm. gift she kept was that plant. And I looked at that plant. <laughs> Y'all looked at that plant. And we said that plant is important. <laughs> and then we just moved on. <laughs> I don't even know if we said it on mic. <laughs> so my problem was they left us off with Ryan getting caught out on some snitch bullshit. Mm-hmm. Calling Sophie out that you can't play one side against the other and pretend like you're on the side of right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they open and then, you know, you, you've got all the other threads. You've got the situation with Mary and the clinic and her dumbass daddy, who I really wish somebody would just stab him properly in his carotid artery and his femoral and see which one kills him faster. You've got the whole mess between... I'm sorry, I'm a little bloodthirsty and vengeful. Y'all gonna have to bear with me. But y'all got the whole situation with Sophie... And her unresolved situation with Pennyworth, her unresolved feelings about what's the what the real nature of it is to be a crow. Mm-hmm. That whole bullshit they had her spout about she trying to change it from the inside, which by the way, since is when <laughs> fucking respectful and a whole ass lie. I really mm-hmm. feel like somebody in the writer room said, Well, you know, sometimes, you know, you can always <laughs> have a black person say that they know that there's problems, but they think they can fix it from the inside. Because, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> why, why did you put name? on your best Negro gym voice Because <laughs> Ruckus is taken this week. And Sabaya <laughs> called them, both of them, Jacob and, and Sophie, on that bullshit saying, you guys are soldiers and you oppress your people, but mm-hmm. here... Joining me, it was yeah, it was Tatiana. I, I, was it Tatiana that had that conversation? Yeah, the way she said it was so perfect, though. She was like, she was like, Sophia likes you because you're uh loyal. Yeah, you're loyal, like, (laughs) and you're you're a a good soldier. Like, she's like, why would I work for you? She's like, you're already. She's like, why would I be part of your army? Because you're already part of one, girl. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is the best, this is the best part of this show right here. Girl, what? <laughs> you already work for somebody. I'm trying to offer you a job with somebody with a mission you can at least be happy to support. This nigga got mm-hmm. you out here killing your own people. Also, but- we need to and again it here's my thing, because they do rush through some of the things that they build. This is why I get like nervous because that's actually a really good point. And combine that with Jacob sitting there the whole time talking about some, I need to get my family. I need to get my family. And I'm looking at mm-hmm. Sophie like. Have you caught on to the fact he you ain't family? But, yeah, yet? you are not part of the family that he needs to get the bat. Like you are always the person mm-hmm. who is here, who is beside him, who is doing the thing. But when push yeah. comes to sir, shove, you are not family. You may not have showed up with Pi, but bitch, you still to help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I actually thought it was a missed opportunity for maybe Sophie to take that offer up. I thought that's the direction they were going to, but they went somewhere completely different. 
I didn't think that Sophie would ever take the offer up because Sophie was under the impression that Sophia had something to do with Kate going missing. Mm-hmm. And as long I as I thought that, she might have done it just so she can get Kate. Nah, she ain't that smart. Okay. We've already established that Sophie well, is dumb. this is true. She can't even think keep her inside thoughts inside. So I know you're trying to be helpful to homegirl, but let's be real. This whole kumbaya moment they tried to have in episode eight was on some massive bullshit. Like, the only useful reason why this bitch didn't die on that island is because they needed her to pick up the phone and say, bring your ass home. Mm-hmm. That's it. She literally was only there to tell Batwoman to come the fuck home. Now, I agree with you, Shanna. I don't think Batwoman needed to go to that island. I personally think they should have had her completely out of commission because that also does a disservice to the storyline that's related to kryptonite and the impact of kryptonite. And I'm sorry, that's not allowed, <laughs> you know? So it also de-emphasized the importance of Mary. And that's why I think they did it. And that's why I'm not happy about it. Well, like, if I'm really honest. It, I think, because you have Luke uh, outing himself to... Uh, Sophie as working with Batwoman, which I was kind of like, again, if y'all haven't figured out that he's already doing it, I don't know how good of a detective you are. She's a terrible detective, but (laughs) I am completely here for Luke taking continuous steps towards being half-naked Luke on Earth 99. Anyway, and then like like you said, it de-emphasized Mary, but also it didn't, yeah, it didn't give Luke and Mary the opportunity to do what they needed to do or should be doing, given their roles. Like, she just shouldn't have been on that island. Like, Mary should have been taking care of her like she does, and Luke should have been the man in the chair for Sophie and Jacob. That's what should have been happening. But like, and it real. also messed up Alice's story. Like, it should have just been about Alice and Sophia. Yeah. On that this whole episode island. should have been Alice, Sophia, and Ocean. This whole mm-hmm. episode should have been about loyalty, betrayal, and the consequences thereof. Mm-hmm. Alice should have got to the island, got caught out because of Ocean's face, you know, maybe an ear was out of alignment or whatever. Yeah, was, um, we did not need Ryan did, to come tell her that she should no. check the I was face. Like, Sophia should be smart enough to check the fucking face. <laughs> well, she would have cut even if she didn't check the face, they'd have got caught out anyway when you realize what the purpose of it was. This whole episode should have been about a, a thought experiment, an exercise in loyalty betrayal and what and what means what to you and who means what to you. And you know, the trifling shit you do when you realize two people falling in love means you don't get to be important to each of those e- either one of those people the way that you want to be and they could have built a really really dynamic storyline around that and we could have gotten closer to real red Alice <laughs> everybody forgets the source of material for Alice is very very rich mm-hmm. and all of tied to the island but not necessarily Sophia mm-hmm. so my thing and I'm kind of skipping a little bit to the end here because I actually had to read up on this to realize that that was what they were going for um, Mm -hmm. because I didn't realize that that body in the sewer at the end is supposed to be Kate. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? I I, when Sophia did what she did and said I don't have Kate and and Pennyworth came in and was like Kate is dead um, I was like oh cool Kate is dead and um, and when um, 
And so then when Alice burns all the desert rose, I was like, oh, this is it. This is this is Red Alice. Like, she's done. She, like, she found out that Sophia's manipulated her. She did the ocean thing. She don't know ocean is still alive. I was like, oh, this is it. This is our Red Alice turn. And then they showed Kate all, like, disfigured on, in the sewer. And I'm like, are they trying to say that Kate's going to become Red Alice? Like, I was very, I don't know where they're going with this portion um, of it. This is this is what happens when you decide that you want to play around with the source material in ways that are not necessary. By making Sophia have an unrequited situation for Alice rather than one of Kate's exes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've messed with their ability to kind of spiral out and have these things make logical sense. Now, it's it, you can still... I don't know if they're going to play around with having Kate have memory loss. It turned out that Tatiana had really did used to have Kate, that she actually did set up this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she just never took Kate to the island. She snatched the hoe up and put on at the barbershop, apparently. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, so, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm such a mess. But I can hear me being a mess. But I don't know what the important and purpose for that is, is but you're supposed to get this idea that there are still other players behind the scenes that are happening in Gotham that relate to Kate Kane that we don't know about. So I don't really know. But there are a couple of situations in the source material where Kate Kane is running around and doesn't know she's Kate Kane the way she's supposed to be. And she evil. And Kate has to go save her sister in a different way. Now that related back to in the in the comics, one of the the vampire bitch stole Kate. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. But um, so I don't know if they're gonna try to circle back around and do something with the whole amnesia situation, or they're gonna play into some other kind of margin that like her face is half burnt off and other types of stuff. But I guess if you need a new actress, that's one way to get it in the mix. Yeah. But um. But we called it that they would probably recast Kate Kane, just not the way that we expected. We said it's what we didn't hope for because it meant that they were going to keep this stupid, shallow tap dance going instead of closing it off, cauterizing that wound and moving on in new ways. I I was like, like Shannon, I was like, oh, we're going to get really super villainous Red Alice happening. And I was hoping it meant we were going to get the army. Okay. Uh, Julia saying, oh, Kate's dead. I was like, oh, they're actually really doing this. Bravo, CW. And then we got the body reveal, and I was like... Which, again, I just thought it was some random body with those necklaces. I thought maybe it was like, you know, Sophia had put some necklaces out to fuck with uh, Alice, and like, this was just like, she was going to be finding these bodies with these necklaces, and that was just going to drive her even more insane. That's what I thought it was going to be. I'm totally okay if that's what this turns out to be. It's just her <laughs> fucking with Alice for the rest of so, Alice. I'm, not, I'm fine with that too. Yeah. But I'm then completely the down. news headline like the next day, I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, they just want to have bitches who they've had roll in through Enigma. Uh-huh. And they all they all have been brainwashed. Their job is to drive Alice crazy. I would be yeah. down for that. But that, again, you know. I ain't, I ain't right, but I I don't know what they. I really, well, I really feel I, like we watched them write themselves into a terrible, horrible corner. Exactly, and uh-huh. and I don't know why, but they did it in multiple different ways because you also have to remember now, Alice knows who Ryan is. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
And, and that, that was, was the thing too. Yeah, I was like, why? Why? First of all, I we've already talked about how I think it's ridiculous that they had that fight in the first place. Um, she takes off her mat. I it, she, I was like, has has Ryan not seen Avengers Endgame? Like, cause she no. <laughs> took off that mask and was like, "Do you know who I am?" And Alice was like, "Would you like no boo?" I and I don't care. You. I don't know. Like, you. are we doing Adams right now? <laughs> like, she was like, she was like "You killed real. my mom." She was like, "I mean, I guess I killed a lot of people." Like, I was, I was like, like, "Okay." She's like, "Mama's dead. What you want from me?" I was but like, Alice. I, I was like, "I'm tired of this." I think the thing that's really pissing me off about it is because it's completely disingenuous and that's not how a black woman is going to go about getting you back for killing her damn mama. Mm -hmm. Not at on any level. But this is another thing that I think is an emblematic of a problem that's starting to develop with CW when they find them in the positions of trying to figure out what they want to do with um, women main characters. Mm -hmm. They go for an emotional beat that doesn't ring true because we don't do that shit. And it always she was, she leads back to at the end. No, yeah. she would not have put on the suit at all. Well, that she too. would not have compromised everything that she has done as Batwoman for her personal revenge. If she was ready to roll out, she'd have just rolled up on Alice as Ryan. Do yeah. you know who I am? Do you know why you need to die? Well, it's she like. Would- the when she went to confront the candy lady that's what she did she rolled up on her as ryan not as batwoman and like it didn't make any sense for her to other than the hilarious scene of who's gonna drive the batmobile back like (laughs) it didn't make any sense for her to go see angelique as batwoman you're you actually (laughs) that did make sense for her to go see angelique as batwoman that's the only thing that it made sense for her to go as Batwoman because she couldn't go as Ryan. But it didn't make sense that she went, period. But if she was going to go, she would have to go as Batwoman. But that's the other thing. The lack of communication between all these people and moving parts is a problem because that's not where we left off. Mm-hmm. Ryan would not have been out of the loop because Luke would have been talking to Sophie. So Luke would have known that they raided that place and found the map in ashes. They would have known the last person who was supposed to know what was going on was Alice, not Ocean. So the entire chain of events that they set up in episode seven were stupid. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like they tried to do a mini restart because they did such a good job of working the story arc that was in four, five, and six, that they felt like they could just come in on some new shit in episode seven. Like we hadn't been here in episode six. And that was why I think another reason why I felt the pacing was off because having those weeks in between even coming back to seven, I was kind of like, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe this is where we were at. And I was like, I mean, you crazy, but not because of us. You know what? <laughs> like, <laughs> but I was like, I was legit. Like I was like, uh, and I, I was also watching episode... it last night, so I was like, maybe. No, okay, I, I was like, I I'll stopped let it go. episode seven and went back and watched episode six because I said, "Y'all got me fucked up." I know I'm not. I know you I know this is not what y'all doing because this is not where we left off. I looked at my notes, and it, it's sad I take notes on this show, but I do because half the stuff I can't say on the show because <laughs> Shannon would probably edit me, but. 
I looked at my notes. I rewatched the second half of episode six. And I was like, no, none of this should be happening. None of this should be happening. We should talk about what's happening with Hamilton dynamics. And the fact that they went in there and just turned that into a whole they, bullshit waste yeah. ass scene. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Like they were, they were just chopping off storylines that should still be threading because it they Hamilton would have opening, with Mary. They think, they think they're opening new doors. We're supposed to assume from all them dead people, I almost said dead crackers. Woo, Jesus. <laughs> all the damn scientists in that room. We're supposed to assume that there's another player in the mix. <laughs> It's not just Sophia. Everybody kept saying it was Sophia, it was Sophia, it was Sophia. Mm-hmm. But it's not supposed to be like there's other things that we're supposed to be assuming are now in the works in Gotham that maybe somebody else knows something. Or Tatiana was in league with somebody because remember, she's not supposed to just be leaving the island. So mm-hmm. if somebody snatched up Sophia, it wasn't Tatiana. Yeah. It might have yeah. been because of her plan and what she wanted. Or it could be she simply capitalized on the fact everyone refused to believe that she was dead. So we don't know. So yeah. they, I really feel like they think they're opening up all these new doors and all they're doing is really bad emotional white people shit. And you can't do that in this show because you've grounded us in a completely different place. Yeah. yeah. And, and now they've got Mary acting like she doesn't go to the clinic at all when the last time we knew she had three high-risk patients in there. I mean, we're not going to see what happens with with the people i mean where's spider boy is he did he go home i mean what we doing i mean Uh, that's the thing about where i feel like i don't want to be like this was bad (laughs) um why not because it had well because it had some moment i look it has some memorable moments some i laughed out loud i think rachel uh scarston continues to just be the best person on this show ever. But it, it, it was the pacing, the, the, the things that they chose to kind of wrap up and, and the, the threads that they put out there for the future were just off. It was just off after what they had given us. These two episodes really felt like somebody got bad cocaine and then, and, and then wrote, and then no one wanted to tell them that this was a terrible idea. So they just tried to make it out at work on set. But none of this shit fit together. And it, it felt like five pieces from five different episodes. And they decided they were going to, you know, do a master mix and say it's cool. That's, but, see, that's why I don't know if it was like a, because of the pan panorama going on. And they just like, well, what if we only get nine episodes and we need to do this big reveal that Kate's nah. back? Nah. Or if this is just serious bad writing on the part of CW, is, which is was known just, for doing that. These were bad calls. We got okay. lucky. We got six solid episodes yeah. where it was trifling before they started making bad calls. But yeah. it happens at least by second season of every CW show. It's usually mm-hmm. the point where I have to start deciding if I'm noping out. Now, yeah. I don't think that the problems in Batwoman are nope out problems. I think they're cuss out problems. I think they're the kinds of things that you get together and you talk about what we're doing, like what we're doing right now. I mm-hmm. still think there's a lot of potential there. You are right there. I loved all of the flashbacks, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> Sex uh, fight. brunette alice Fine. sex fight yeah i mean well we called it we made the demand i mean they gave us a little bit more i still <laughs> want more again i still also need luke to take a couple more steps out that coat and 
Mary still needs to get a life and uh, someone still needs to kill Jacob. These are all still things that I'm invested in. The crows need to fall, you know, <laughs> like fireworks. But I, I'm, I'm concerned with the way that they continuously cycle through villain arcs in ways that don't serve the larger story mm-hmm. that is a world set in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And it's getting to a point to where this felt like a lot of reckless waste. You don't waste Sophia. If you wanted to figure out a way to turn the story away from the desert rose, fine. Mm-hmm. That's great. If you want to figure out some kind of way to change the narrative as it relates to Angelique, because now you need to go back and find out where she got the desert rose. But we already know she stole it from Ocean. and gave it to her girl as a gift, as a hormone gift, because, well, it's not like she, you know, buys legitimate things to express her love for anybody because she's trash. Um, but so so there's still a lot of life here. I'm still really enjoying it. And again, until somebody beats the shit out of Sophie, I'm not going anywhere. We all know <laughs> this. But I do really feel like a lot of the points that both of you guys are making is um, are valid. We made some predictions and we expressed some deep concerns about what we didn't want it. And maybe we manifested the wrong shit when we did. <laughs> <laughs> we manifested sexy fighting. We manifested Sophie's call out. We manifested like yes, but we also still we also had a conversation about what happens with the Kate Kane storyline, the ways in which it could potentially be handled, and we predicted that if they didn't, they didn't make a real good call about what they were going to do, they could fuck up their story, and they did. Yeah. Uh, we also said what'll happen if they drag out too far the unresolved nature of the crows being above the law and they did you know Mm -hmm. they had the perfect opportunity to open that door and put sophie in the crosshairs of a real decision um to to force her to do more than like make a stupid show of loyalty to jacob by punching tatiana in the face and then pretend to like she didn't see it that was a waste but i'm hoping that that was the that was the the seed and then because to me that the moment where Sophie has to like actually choose and, and really, you know, put up or shut up shouldn't happen on Coriana. It should happen no, in Gotham. No, it has to no, happen in Gotham. It, it definitely has to have to happen in Gotham. But they watered it down by that conversation that they had her and Jacob had when they were walking through the woods. They watered it down. They should not have had that conversation happen. This is a black woman who just got a mirror put up to her face. Where someone basically said, you a whole ass killer for the wrong person. Mm-hmm. She's not talking to him about that. He's the last person she's talking to about that. Especially if the first time she broaches the conversation, his punk ass, oh, you sound like one of her lackeys. Okay, conversation over. I and win second- that. <laughs> I was surprised she left him alone on that island. To be honest, I had half fell asleep the first time I watched it. So I woke up and <gasps> all the desert rose was on fire. I thought Jacob did it. <laughs> I mean I think that would be hilarious if he did <laughs> and it's also some trash shit that he would do but the simple fact that we're still on this island and she's saying we need to do this thing and his first response is we don't we have different ideologies me us and Batwoman I was like y'all on an island that don't even really exist trying to get a miracle plant that's made from the blood of dead bitches and you talking about ideological differences okay. right now that in Gotham could we talk about the island? I was like, oh, it's not magic. I was a little disappointed. 
you don't think roses blooming? No, like the EMP, like it was caused by some electric field or whatever. I was like, oh, is that that's not magic? Oh, oh you're mad at the magic. technology. Yeah. You're mad that she updated the technology. Yes, I'm mad she updated the technology. I wanted spells and like woof, shoo, 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 portal or something. You wanted. Y'all can't see full what magic. Shannon and I just full got magic. to see. Full magic. The, the full magic hands, y'all. We just got the full magic hands. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, no. no I, 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 I get it. I just. But... I. Look, I'm I'm okay. I'm in I'm in bad wigs and all I'm the bad I'm lace in. fronts and all I'm no. in but I was They're just bad disappointed. Still not bad. Yeah. So I do agree with you on that. These were bad episodes because now they've made a mess. They had, it took them at least three and a half seasons of Arrow before they made a mess this dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's still kind of the benchmark for me for how much I expect you to keep your shit together on a CW show that's comic book related so I'm not happy with the acceleration of the mess showing up here but it also again makes me want to know what is the ethnicity, nationality and gender or gender identity of the people in this writing room because some of these are feel like what a man thinks a woman would do or how he thinks a woman would move. And I don't like it. Um, I will say I just looked up um, the writers yeah. and they're all women. And I think at least one and of the writers fired. on, at least one of the writers on seven was a black woman. And at least one of the writers on eight was a black woman. So I don't know. What's well, then they're all fired. <laughs> then, then, then who they think their audience is, is wrong. If, yeah. if this, if this, the inauthenticness in this voice either comes between who they think they're writing to rather than, and they're failing to write who they're, they're failing to match who they're writing for. If that's what it is, if this isn't like, because the writing room is the wrong people to be giving this voice, they have the wrong focus on who they think they're writing for. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they, I'll give them, they need to resolve it quickly because they're undoing their own good work. And, you know, it doesn't make it, it. I don't want the show to become to the point where we can really give spot on predictions every week and then see them manifest in the next episode. That's no fun. <laughs> I like being wrong, unless I'm talking to Deepal. <laughs> then I don't. <laughs> I mean, I just, you know, we want to talk authentic voice as uh, people online this weekend talking about uh, Falcon and like complaining about the the way Don Cheadle and Anthony Mackie talked in Falcon and Winter Soldier saying black people don't talk like that. And I was like, we don't, I I don't know what you're talking about because that's, they talk exactly like people I know, including myself. Um, Every, every day of my life. I mean, maybe it's because it's been a while since we've seen two grown ass men who have those kinds of jobs, uh, not code switching, on camera they stayed at th- those were work voices exactly <laughs> they um, were work. but also like but, but still them being them because they're having a conversation between two black men yeah. right and but this it's just what were they I, supposed to sound like I, I we're not gonna get into it because again i'm just i i literally saw somebody say we don't say that's so out of pocket we just say that's out of pocket and i was like mm, that depends 
I was like, okay, that's mm-hmm, okay. All right, well, take my black card then. But yeah, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, like some of my participles don't dangle, y'all. My yeah. bad for good grant. No, see that's see that kind of nitpicky stuff doesn't it pisses exactly. Me off. But like, that's what I'm saying is like. I, but but I have not I mean seen those same about, type. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I have not seen those same types of people who I know are also watching Batwoman complain right. about the inauthenticity that I truly see in coming out of the, some of these black people's mouths. That I think they give that a pass because it's a show headed by a black woman, and you know everybody wants. Yeah, now we can't and do that. that and I'm like, no, like y'all. <laughs> keep that same energy because i'm like this is this is the stuff i really have the issue with like i'm like you start catering to the wrong people with the voice you have coming out your character's mouth i'm gonna i'm gonna say something about it Mm -hmm. and we've already talked about the fact that they've got luke too buttoned up and they're only playing to one part of his personality and his character and it's past Mm -hmm. time that they stop unless of course they're just building up to the point where he really snaps and again i'm okay with it as long as it comes with leather pants But when it comes to Sophie and it comes to Ryan, who are such dominant characters every single episode, you don't get to be inauthentic. You don't like people talking about, oh, here we go. It's the turn of Sophie and building of the relationship with Ryan. Sophie only gives a damn about Ryan because she finds Ryan to be useful. She only gives a damn about Ryan in the specific because she thinks Ryan can help her get to the goal she wants of Kate. It's transactional. It's extremely transactional, but it's also, it's emotionally manipulative because she's willing to use what she knows about Ryan's real life to continue to encourage Ryan to be the kind of Batwoman that she wants under a not voice threat of, I know who you are and I can ruin what you have (laughs) in the real world. So you have to take into consideration the schism of Sophie and Ryan versus Sophie and Batwoman. Those are not the same relationships. So when you see Sophie having a soft moment with Batwoman when Batwoman is dead ass dying, that's not legitimate. Mm-hmm. She, like, there's, not, there's no vested interest in her for her to try to manipulate the situation. She can sit there and try to be benevolent and altruistic when she thinks this bitch about to die on her shoulder. Let but them also, get home. it feels like... <sighs> Sophie appreciates a black Batwoman, but she doesn't appreciate a black woman like Ryan. No, because she can't control her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she's also not going to be the kind of black woman who's going to turn a blind eye to what Sophie has become. Sophie is a whole ass murderer and torturer. And like, she is exactly what people talk about when they say don't talk you you made a choice her outfit her uniform may not be blue but as far as sophie's concerned she's a crow through and through Mm -hmm. yeah and we can't forget that and that i believe is being done extremely well on the show so you can't set up something like that that's giving you that type of depth and nuance and a lot of it is silent it's not even happening in the overt dialogue and then turn around and play the trash conversations you had her have and then not give us the moment of introspection that this woman had. Like this woman had to sit and marinate on whether or not she was going to stay in her marriage with her husband. She had to take a pause before she could figure out if she wanted to tell him if she loves him or if she's in love with him. And she still couldn't figure it out. He left her. He decided he wasn't going to wait to figure this stuff out. So she's not the kind of woman to do some of the stuff 
that they had her doing this episode. And I know they probably did it because they're trying to, you know, soften some of them edges when the edges they should be dealing with Orion's. And the problem with that is then you turn around and you have to start having Ryan do stuff that's inconsistent, like taking the helmet off, taking the cowl off when she confronts Alice, like uh, going and trying to go talk to Angelique when she's completely out of it. Um, like not mentioning to anybody that she's homeless when she knows she has a parole officer to answer to. Mm-hmm. They yeah. built you know, they've built in certain inconsistencies that are inauthentic and disingenuous because we don't, we don't, we don't do that. It's not about whether or not somebody says something the way they could. I mean, I didn't grow up in the hood. There's a whole lot of slang that I don't use the way other people do. I use it the mm-hmm. way it's used in my friend group around my people. And we just as black as anybody else. Same mm-hmm. Shanna, same Ferozia. And none of the three of us talk the same. None of the three of us even have the same, you know, I don't know, levels of mental stability. But but all three of us see the same kinds of things that ring false in this show. That means they're really ringing false for the character. But black men don't, we don't talk like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do say the one thing that they did get right was with her flashbacks or whatever mental gymnastics thing that was going on with the kryptonite that she had with her mom. Hey man, you know, hallucinogens. And the fact that it was one of the few times I think I've seen recently on television where two women are sitting down having a conversation and one of them is doing the other person's hair and doing it right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe she needs to do her own wigs. (laughs) (laughs) Look, look. Violet Davis took 60 hours. Apparently, you know, Ryan lives in the van. She ain't got that kind of time. I I look, I'm (laughs) I I really did enjoy that scene. I thought that was lovely. Uh I didn't it it I know they wanted it to have an emotional impact, the scene with her (laughs) and Alice fighting. Uh, when her mom like all of a sudden showed up like for me it just didn't have it because I was like there's no oh. way first of all that she would have even turned the tables on Alice in that fight like given how messed Not up she was like that exactly yeah. and then um I did like yeah again would it probably have more impact emotional impact on me if I didn't understand how she had put on a whole ass suit because she was lying on the table and then all of a sudden she was like in the suit driving the Batmobile and I was I'm like, like I'm like does that little cavern turn around and you just kind of leap at it with your arms out because otherwise no like she could it's barely like, stand and then all of a sudden yeah. she was in full yeah. regalia and driving the Batmobile for her to make that body that that clothing change but that that's but i i honestly think that the the hallucinations that she were having were great and they were valid and that should have been the entirety of her role in this mm-hmm. episode mm-hmm. she should have been somewhere uh going through kryptonian like radiation poison or, yeah where the flash is at or call supergirl <laughs> No, I mean, we're not even going to get into the fact that they still haven't picked up the damn phone. I mean, I realize oh. they, they think they messed up or something or they're in on a secret or whatever. But at some point you're going like, OK, look, look. Um. No one has looked to see who it was. Kate went to go see. Yeah. And what? picked up the phone and said, so um, um, we got this. Hi. Kryptonite. 
They're I'm not. They can't call. They can't call Supergirl because Melissa is at home with her baby, and Melissa's not coming in. the <laughs> flash. <laughs> I bet you she'd do a phone. She'd do a phoner. But <laughs> no. But I think it goes back to us when we were saying that they're not properly using the Bat Team the way that they're supposed to. They're not properly mm-hmm. integrating them into the story the way that it makes sense. That uh, Luke, as the man in the chair, they're really underutilizing that and they're mm-hmm. not letting him develop. And he's the smartest fucking person in every fucking room, except for when he's in a room with Alice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't really give us that. This episode did not need Ryan running mm-hmm. around sick as a dog. Uh, this episode needed to be the point where they chose that they chose we're saving out we're saving ryan ryan is batwoman we want kate back but right now we're the bat team and we work for ryan this should have been the moment where both mary and ryan had to make that choice and it shouldn't have been about the phone call of let's talk about the elephant in the room because that was a trash conversation and am i crazy or did sophie not find out that ocean was still alive right before they got taken by no ryan did not hear lucas did no i'm saying but didn't sophie also realize that he was still alive yes they could have had sophie know that sophie couldn't i think having sophie and jacob and having alice on that island together actually put sophie jacob and alice in a fucking cell together and have yeah, some fucking moments that would, and I then and have do. Sophie tell Sophia at that because um, it makes perfect sense because Sophie would have told Sophia because then Sophia wouldn't have given Alice Kate she would have given Sophie Kate and then it would have been like oh actually we can't like you know Sophie would have found no. out about Kate Come on. and then Look, and then want a real Sophie's choice she gives up that information in exchange for saying that she'll stay on the island yes. Or even to let Kate and Jacob leave. Sophie like gets like she's like you know you can choose um you can choose to like she would have gave her the same choice you can choose to um bring Kate home or to have the Desert Rose that a bit that would have been just as compelling. No, but could you as imagine Ryan making that decision? Yeah, but could you have imagined if they had actually played this and it had ended up being Alice and Jacob and. Sophie in a room Mm -hmm. and they had played this like it needed to be a Sophie's choice of loyalty and Sophie's like thinks she's choosing Kate says you know I'll stay and be whatever but you release Kate and you let Jacob Kate and Alice leave but and then it turns out there's there's no Kate there's no Kate no but even imagine if it was better imagine if they made Sophie choose between Kate and the desert rose and then and Sophie instead chooses, I will stay if you if you let them have Kate and the Rose to save Ryan to save Batman. But she was never gonna she was never letting a rose off that island. Ever. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. But I'm saying like but that but that Sophie, but Sophie thinks she's about to like sacrifice herself to like get both of the things and then like none of the things happen. Like that that is Sophie, actually Sophie would have known that that woman was not gonna give her a desert rose i think it would have been more compelling if what had happened is she tried to sacrifice herself and jacob accepted it to get kate and alice back that would have also been interesting i think that would have been amazing i think that would have opened the door for the real dilemma 
um, that of what should, would happen next with Sophie and how that should play out. I think it also would have made a difference about Alice when, because Sophia wasn't wrong when she said the whole thing is you think if she kill her, they'll love you. But what happens when you, everybody's dead and no one still likes your ass? I mean, yeah. she, she was half right, but she was also hella projecting. I'm like, girl, you over here still mad okay, because, we- uh, uh, home, like, you think uh, you think ocean is dead and they still don't want and she still don't want to lick your box like i don't i'm sorry but but... see that's why it doesn't work that they turn this into an unrequited situation around sophia and alice it's Mm -hmm. why it doesn't work and they should have left it that sophia knows both alice beth and kate at different kinds of points in time they never crossed on the island but sophia wanted kate and they actually had been together mm-hmm. if they had if they were going to continue down the line of this all comes back to an ex they should have kept the consistency that the villainy was rising up out of kate's exes because let's be real kate's taste great on legs i mean it, it, not so much on yeah. conscience I mean, it, yeah, again, it definitely could have been for so many reasons, but like the whole like actually like Sophia is in love with Alice. I just, I just liked yeah. it better when it was straight that they were gonna run away and take the desert rose with them. That to me, that was more than enough. Like that, 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 was that they were gonna leave personal. and take yeah, the desert no. rose. It didn't have to be that she was secretly yeah. in love with Alice. I don't even think she's secretly in love with Alice. I just think that she likes to make monkey paws. She likes monkey paw agreements. Like kill him, have this. Yeah. You know, I was like. You broke Alice. You broke her. She does not actually substantively and emotionally remember how she felt and who Ocean is to her. Mm -hmm. She's never forgotten how she felt and who Kate is to her. And you reinforced that when you buried her in her Alice persona. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's going to stab him in his chest. And let's be real. She knows better than almost anybody that all of your deals are two-sided. Mm-hmm. So she took, she hedged her bets. But the reality of the situation is, is none of that really worked. And then when you started talking about none of the emotional beats in these two episodes hit, and they shouldn't have. Like, it should have been a big deal that Ryan went to Angelique um, practically dying. And mm-hmm. now you have a situation where you have to be concerned. Is Angelique going to figure out that Batwoman was Ryan? I thought Angelique figured it out for a second yeah. there. And then she Especially when she was like, she doesn't out. drink. Yeah, and all that. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. And in that panda onesie. Was okay, and we're not. I'm we're not going to discuss, I'm we're not discussing the panda onesie. Because I don't even want to discuss it. We're not doing it. Like, uh, I know <laughs> we all had the conversation, you know, get under to get over. But a panda onesie? Stop it. Yeah. But like again, like they, they've got this opportunity here. Like they were building up to this emotional place. And then they just kind of cut it off like it's not supposed to matter anymore. Like Angelique has just moved on, you know, sticking and moving as she goes. Mm-hmm. Like Ryan didn't mean anything to her, still just continuing on her merry little way. That could have been something there to have Batwoman come across. And if this was their way of opening the door of potentially Angelique becoming a bigger problem because she figures out who Batwoman is. And did you guys see the promo for next week? I did not. I did. Oh, you didn't, Shanna? You didn't do that? It's about Angelique. I usually usually don't watch it for CW shows anymore. 
Oh, well, I DVR these shows because I hate commercials. So I DVR them, let them record. And I tell it, all. I always tell it to go five minutes over just in case CW lie about when the episode starts and the episode will run long. I'll be mad when I get there and I don't have the last three minutes. So <laughs> I actually can see the preview for next episode. And the episode is about Angelique and somehow or another, she's back in Ryan's company and um, it looks like she's done something done and participated in the heist. And Mary look, uh, Mary looks Ryan in her face and says she got 24 hours to turn her ass in. I'll do it. My damn. So, so I'm slightly resentful because it seems like they're going to go back to where we left off at episode six. Yeah. And that means this entire situation wasn't about wrapping up Kate Kane. It was about resolving the kryptonite. Yeah. And if that's the case, Heroja's white, right. This was one, two episode missed opportunity no. on many levels. I mean, we gave them amazing ideas of what they could have given us. I feel like we, we discussed amazing. alternatives for who could have ended up in the cell together and how that whole thing... Yep. We gave them more in, in, in our little power more than, enough. than they didn't clearly whatever they did in that writer's room. But it's weird that a lot of the predictions or the, like, the things that we saw showed up in the most horrible way possible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I think that's what's really it's like. Um, it's like when you go to the cake and you go, could you make me an Elmo cake or a Yoda cake? And it comes back and it's all like big ears <laughs> and <laughs> like Elmo's short. They got to take, of his you gotta take the uh, cake and go, at least you tried and toss it in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't taste good. But I think that's the part that's really bothering me. If they were going to kind of do all these interesting things, uh, some of them were really interesting, but um, their adamant desire to make it an overt thing for the whole season that Kate Kane, the character, is not gone, is is it's a distraction mm-hmm. that needs to stop. Um, it's dragging on the show. It's like running into the wind. Like I said, they don't know when to put down the bags. She's baggage they don't need anymore. They've moved beyond her. We've got mysteries and and conspiracies working within the crows that need to be, uh, you know, unraveled. Uh, We've got mysteries about Hamilton and the technology and not just the war machines that she was building for the crows. We would like, I would like to go down to the lower levels. Um, Who's still down there? Because like, we need to know who the hell has amygdala. He ain't gone. My friend is convinced that we saw Bane and I told her to shut her face. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like because they're cycling so quickly through villains i'm afraid to like make any theory cast about villains because i don't want any villains that i'm really enamored of and would love to see show up ruined in this way and wasted they yeah and we also have the street gangs too go ahead sorry say that again i was saying we were also dealing more with street gangs Mm -hmm. uh, on the grounded level um, it's kind of in the Batman area, more grounded level, but this is Batwoman and she knows the city. And that was very interesting, fascinating, like with a snake bite. And, and even though the ocean's gone, that drug is still out there. You know, there was, there's all these different threads I mean, that they could have. And I feel really like that's what they're... One lab? Yeah, that's, I think they're leaning now. I think they're trying to like now pivot from Sophia to like what was happening with the mask gangs and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I, I'm... I'm going to predict that that scientist either went to work for or was taken by um, those that whoever is heading that gang who we haven't met yet. 
Like, so I'm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm then, but then I'm wondering how this like new disfigured Kate Kane and all that is going to play into it. And, you know, I just, uh... and then we're not going to, you know, like ocean's probably going to disappear. So we're probably going to get a lot less sexy fighting. I just, I don't, I don't look you telling me this writer's room is full of women. Yes. It is. Every time I look up writers for the episode, <laughs> it's like Daphne and e- Ebony and Maya. <laughs> they hate us. They hate us. I'm like, I they want more sexy us. fighting. But not just that. Pennyworth is back. So we never did find out. You mean the Fed? <laughs> well, we already knew yeah. she was fed. She told yeah, everybody no, she, she was like, fed. She's like, she's like, extra snitch level. Something's going on. I don't know. She works for another mob boss. Like, remember, she came in the door as a fed. That's how she got in and had cred to be with the crows. She ain't a fed no more. She not a snitch. Whoever she went to to get her out of the situation with Sophia being mad to her. And by the way, we don't know that she didn't make shit right with Sophia Mm -hmm. because she just disappeared. That bitch still works for somebody. She pops back up at the most convenient time. Who's this bitch? Knife to the chest. Really? Because that's what we Mm -hmm. do in the day, Julia? No, so we have the entire situation with Pennyworth, and it's very bad that Pennyworth was in the room when that plant bloomed. Very bad. Very bad. But, like, no, she came in the door as the feds. Now she's a whole new kind of problem, and not just an assassin, and not just a a double agent. She's a whole new problem, and I really don't like the fact that they're having Alfred's progeny act like this but and the way she was like in the story she was giving luke and mary about the body parts i was just like quiet like hamilton part it is too like hamilton part two anyone mm-hmm. yeah we need people yeah. to stop looking for kate anyone yeah um but again remember they never made it to the appointment that was supposed to talk about what they were doing with hamilton's estate and the will mm-hmm. and kate's estate and the will there are uh, all these different things that are in play. I mean, so it could be a matter of, I don't really know what we're supposed to take of what's being happening to Kate, but somebody's keeping her alive if that was supposed to be Kate, for all we know. Um, so for all we know, uh, we just saw the headquarters of Mass Dude and he got Kate in the damn basement because he thinks Kate knows about the Desert Rose or he yeah. knows Kate knows about Coriana. But because they changed around what the relationship is to Sophia, because please remember, Sophia... And the image in the picture is how the crows got onto Sophia at all. So Mm -hmm. now they're implying that Kate was investigating something other than what she went to see her girl about, which we know not to be true. We know that's not why she was on that plane. We know Mm -hmm. that's not what she was doing when she left the city. So Mm -hmm. what is this breadcrumb trail? Who set it up? Did Kate stumble onto something while she was somewhere else and was coming back? And that's the reason why she got blow up and everything that had to do with Coriana uh, outside of that was uh, a misdirect. So or, did we just get or did or did somebody know that Kate was a connection to Coriana and it was all about trying to get to Coriana and find or out? Get where to Alice. Was, yeah. So I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot. I, I but do, but I do wish we, we had gotten. just been done with it because I really like the moment where they are having, like, where Mary yeah. and and Luke are having that whole like, well, 
do what happens if Kate does come back? Okay, well now Kate's not coming back, but you like I I like that whole mm-hmm. uh thing of like like them having to accept and them mm-hmm. having to be like Brian as our new Batwoman. So like now to then it feels like not as bad, but it feels like the end of second season of Black Lightning when they brought um Khalil back. And we had had a lovely... You mean when I broke a TV? Huh? You mean when I broke a TV? Yes. Because we had that lovely ending with him and Jen and her coming to terms with his death and him coming to terms with his own death. And it was beautiful and it was lovely. And then at the end of the season, they were like... It's Tight. Khalil. He's been in a observation stasis pod this whole time. And I was just like, well, that cheapens everything that I just saw. And that's how I felt about Kate. I was like, we just had all of these emotional cathartic moments. And, and now you are cheapening it. Because I, again, I thought at the end of the episode, I was just like, oh, random body with like the necklace on and, and, and we're fucking with Alice some more. And, you know, and then when I read the article that was like, they recast Batwoman and, you know, that was Kate Kane at the end. I was like, now let's be real. (laughs) That could also be BS and we could be falling for the okie doke. That could also be what's happening. And I would be perfectly okay with that if, Mm -hmm. if. This is a misdirect. Um, but again, we said, and I, I, or I said, me and all my personalities are now apparently a we, mm-hmm. uh, this could have been a two-episode MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. And they've done it before on other shows on the CW. They've also done it on shows on the CB, on CBS. They are more prone to do these types of MacGuffin episodes on CBS than they are on the CW. But it is possible that we just watched a two-episode MacGuffin. Everything that we saw in here is a complete and utter red herring. And it's intended to 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 make us talk how we're talking now. It also could be for audience retention if they were concerned about the people who came to the show for Kate aren't willing to stay for the show for no Kate. At this um, point, no, you gotta you gotta let some people go. Let some people off the boat if they don't want to be. Okay, here. it is the CW. They don't like dips. <laughs> they flinch a lot. Let's not pretend like they don't flinch when it comes to sticking and staying the course even when they realize that the course is going in a marvelous fashion, they will steer directly into a riptide and be like, what I do. And don't, let's not pretend that that's not the, the network we're dealing with, but yeah, it is possible. That, yeah. I, see, you had to say mm-hmm. it. You had to say, it. you had to promise me five seasons and then don't go. You keep coming back and staying and ruining everything. And then you do a trash ass finale where you do <laughs> absolutely no service to the character you know we all love but again yeah. that's an yeah. aside that it's your <laughs> fault that i just tangized on your fault Hiroja. but yeah when you think about it i'm sad we were this i'm sad we were right <laughs> i am i wanted us to be wrong um or at least i wanted us to be right about some of the other things we said mm. you know like the rise of red atlas that would have been amazing yeah. This would have been the time for it. I, I was, I thought we were here. I thought it was happening. I was I, excited. That, I was same thing. I was like, all right. I was like, this, oh, is, this is our moment. <laughs> I was like, yes, this yeah. is it. Yeah, because <sighs> all you've done now is make a real enemy. Now, I will say again, if having this happen to the roses means we get the real army, I'm 
okay with that because I could really go for that level of escalation of mayhem in Gotham. It would still be at a street level, but all these other bubbling, festering threads and conspiracies that are happening, they would all come to a head in marvelous ways. So if this was about forcing the things that had kind of gotten pushed to the background or suppressed because everybody is hung up on the hunt for this stupid ass painting by the Joker. <laughs> if that's what this was about resolving, I'll take it because I don't really, I mean, Napier is dead. Yeah. There's just no reason for his damn name to be mentioned. I love yeah. Joker stuff. Um, it just, no, always... I mean, in this context, this yeah. felt like a cheat. Yeah. I just, I just always love like Joker red herrings. Cause like, I think, the, if the Joker was like a real person, he'd just be like, yeah, I still have them chasing their tails. <laughs> like, or he'd be like the Nini memes, like, why are you even got to be brought yeah, into this? How, I get, how like, my name get put in this? How my name get brought up? I was working again. I was asleep. What y'all doing? Yeah, not, like, I did appreciate it and I was kind of hopeful because there are ways to open the door to that. And again, all of those ways lead to Red Alice. So mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say no. Um, but I felt like. I feel like for some of this, I'm starting to get a little bit of the, we didn't actually understand how this stuff was important in the comics vibe. And that is not something I'm happy about. Because if their way of trying to fix it was is to dive deeper down the emotional well, they're not doing a good enough job. Mm-hmm. So if, if they're going to play fast and loose and they're going to run through, um, they're going to, not just villains, but story arcs, mm-hmm. like yeah. l- literal story. If they're going to do that, or, then they better come with their A game or we going to start cussing or them out. It's, it's just like, it's it's not, e- I think what's frustrating is actually that they they didn't kind of run through it. It, it was like really wonderfully developed and then run through in two episodes. Like it was yeah. like, oh, like this beautiful buildup over like six episodes. And then what? <laughs> just... That's why I said cocaine. <laughs> Cause the only time that you look at this stuff and go, yeah, yeah, it's all gonna work. It's you high. You're high <laughs> on something. If it's not coke, it was hallucinogens. Maybe that's why they had so many hallucinogenic moments. I don't know. Whoever's kicking it with Asian R. Puff, Puff and Spuff needs to stop. I just, I just, you need to stop. You need to get to better drugs or just, you know, go to rehab. Do something because this ain't it. No. I, but I agree with you. It had its moments, it had good beats, mm. but the things that are really working in this show fell too far back into the, the background. Yeah. My favorite line is by Alex, where she says, uh, I found my mother's head in the freezer. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's your big big point. You're going to need to do better than that. Actually, that whole whole thing with her and Tatiana, like the back and forth with her and Tatiana, Tatiana being the storyteller, and like, it was just lovely, that whole back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, a little bit of love, a little bit of jealousy, even little. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> but it, but how long do they expect Rachel to carry these parts of the show? Carry the show? Look, and I'm I'm about to start a GoFundMe for Rachel Scarston for her 
spinal surgery that she clearly needs after carrying this show on her back for a season and a half. Like, she is phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. She is phenomenal. But I don't understand why she is doing the heavy lifting on a show that is not titled after her character. Thank you. And even where she's doing the lifting, they're still doing her character a disservice because they keep her storyline shallow. Mm -hmm. She's it's like she's not the like she's not the fulcrum. She you shouldn't be everything shouldn't be pushing off her. And I don't understand how it is. And uh, look, I'm all for her getting her checks. And especially if her checks are based on screen time, because she's only just now a season regular by all means, pay her her money. And I would love to see her up for an Emmy for her work because she's fucking brilliant. But if they're going to do this much stuff, they need to really dig into Alice. It can't just be about Kate. It can't just be Mm -hmm. about how she's broken. And that's what's bothering me. They're driving every woman character on this place and on this show to a place of brokenness and then having them work from there. And that's bullshit, Mm -hmm. especially if you're not going to have them kill more people. (laughs) Am I wrong? No. <laughs> like more I know death. y'all say I'm... More death. <laughs> yeah. Like you keep trying to drive these people into the margins and where they, and, and like, I'm like, you got three characters who are run on rage. You going to keep breaking them? Body count needs to be higher. <laughs> you can't have one without the other. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm 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 really tired of them digging into the trauma and then not giving us the payoff. And you're gonna keep dangling this many people in front of people. There also clearly needs to be more sex. Or giving or, yes, or yes. giving or giving the payoff in like really shallow way. Because like I said, like I just like with when when she was having her hallucinations. Other than the scene where she's doing her mama's hair, it just didn't really like Mm-mm, hit me hit. the way it was supposed to. And or even the friggin' scene that she has with Alice where she's like, You don't really want to kill Kate. And it, it's like that almost worked. Almost. It, it, it would have exactly worked sure if, if it's, it's like the same reason why the scenes with the mom didn't hit is like it would have worked if I could get past the fact that Ryan shouldn't be there in the first place. If that had all been happening in Ryan's head and Ryan was actually in the Batcave while Luke and Mary were running around trying to save her life, all of that would have hit different. Mm -hmm. And um, I I agree with you. That's the problem is inserting her in the situations. But even with her in the situation, I really feel like that conversation that should have been what Tatiana said to her when she got to the island. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it should have been after she found out her sister wasn't there right before Tatiana asked, got killed. Yeah, I mean, uh, kind of killed, not killed. Original vampire style. I that know. Night. It was so funny. I was like, I, I'm having shades of uh, TVD over here. Like, I haven't had yeah. a Vampire Diaries moment in a minute. <laughs> I would like one of y'all you know, my birthday is in September. I would like that dagger. <laughs> I would like one of those daggers. Add that is that a to marvelous your wish list. <laughs> Leave it in there until I decide to forgive her. I love it. That is a level of petty. That ain't petty. <sighs> so petty. That's penance. <laughs> True. It's marvelous. But, but that's why I said 
that's why those moments right there, all of those things where they weaved in and out and you talk about all this stuff, that's what still ha- makes this show compelling and makes this show worth it. And it's fun to dig into, but they have to get past the fact that the overarching question can no longer be Kate. Yeah. And if they can really embrace that and stop flinching, I think we're in for some really good things because it may have been really sloppy. They did open the door for us to go to some really interesting places in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see how they capitalize on those things and where they go. Even if I don't get Red Alice, there's still more that we could get. Like, you know, the other matriarch could show up. They open the door for that to be a possibility. Um, you've got Angelique, so you've opened the door for far more people from the underworld crime families to show up as mainstays. Uh, they had Bruce's building breached again. So that opens a lot of the corporate espionage. We're not going to discuss about the fact everybody just takes the damn elevator upstairs to come kill somebody. But they open the door for us to kind of have to deal with a lot of the corporate espionage place. And let's be real, you know it's going to have to be kind of a Wayne Enterprise issue that digs into what's going on at Hamilton because no one else has a clout. So that also opens that door. You still got all the stuff of what's going to happen with Mary. I mean, the real question is, will Mary go back to her classes and actually get her medical degree? Yeah. Um, not before but she also, punches Jacob in the face, but go on. She's not going to punch her daddy in the face. She's so <laughs> passive aggressive. She's just not going to answer his phone calls until he needs help. And then she's going to say, I'm sorry, I don't engage in the unauthorized practice of medicine. <laughs> or at least that's what I would do because I'm petty. <laughs> but um, yeah, any other beats or anything else that really kind of <laughs> stuck out at you? Was there anything else that somebody said on Facebook? They were trying to... Did you notice they're trying to direct our conversation out of the Facebook? Yeah, group? no, I'm not. We're not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was saying spoilers. How do you know I've watched yet? Um, wait, wait, what happened on Facebook? I'm not oh, really on yeah. that. But... I, I, I hadn't watched, so I actually, uh, uh, I, I saw it and then I went away from it. But right before we got on, I looked at it. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We might dig into it. We might not. But um, I hope these two episodes are a MacGuffin and we get back on track with episode nine. Yeah. And so, since Shanna didn't see the preview, I don't think we should say anything about it. Well, well do you, you want to talk about the news about the cast as the new Kate? No. Yeah, the no. they cast uh, Wallace, what's her name from the the show? Crypto. Yes. I like her. Yeah. I think she's a good actress. I'm 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 fine with it. I also really enjoy Krypton. Um, which is oh no, I love Krypton. I don't have any problem with the casting. I just had there's like 40 other people on my wish list from the source material they could have decided to cast that person as to come onto this damn show, (laughs) and they're so hung up on Kate fucking Kane. Yeah, and that yeah, that's just my thing. It's like I just wish we were over the Kate story. Like they had a moment, and I can even understand. Again, I can even understand because we talked about this. I get if you don't want to fully kill Kate off. But in this moment, like it could have just been a mystery. Sophia knows that it wasn't her. We still don't know. Like it could have just been that. It could have just been that. And and it would have been better if they hadn't given us that in cut scene and they mm-hmm. had just left it with Ocean asking the question, it wasn't me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do this. And then turning around and realizing that Sophia was only in the mix because Tatiana's jealous yes, ass. Yes. Yeah. And then the question yeah. still saying, well, what really happened to Kate Kane? And we still just don't know. And ending the episode with Julia popping up, trying to pull, she dead, y'all. Yeah. 
and then let it be because that like let it be for the characters and maybe for us we still might not but like let it uh, just i don't like if they were going to come back to it they could have come come back back to to it it later later. exactly it did not have to be it did not have to be they shouldn't have been overt about it yeah it's and i get and i and if they were going to recast i'm hoping that they go um an amnesic route I'm not going to lie. I think that uh, it opens the door for us to play around with some of the things that happened when Kate Kane wasn't the Kate Kane people remember. Mm-hmm. No, I, think- <laughs> I would really love, especially with Wallace, I would love if they did that. But then it always comes back to that question with Kate around, which is the same question that we asked in episode eight is like, what happens to Ryan if Kate comes back? And so, like, I can even understand if they bring her back and she's an amnesiac, but, you know, then it becomes about how do we get Kate her memories back? And I'm, I would like to now watch a show about Ryan. <laughs> I, that's what I want. I want them, like, maybe to find Kate, fix her up, and then she just, I'm just going to poof out. Yeah, but that's I'm the really thing hoping is you that they can. bring her back and that she's altered, and then we kind of they just use Wallace. But this is wasting Wallace. Mm-hmm. She's a great actor. Exactly, she is a great that's, why, that's why I'm like, you should have just left it alone because yeah. it, it at this point anything you do that brings Kate back into the mix, it it it, it was like why I love that whole thing about Jacob when he was like, he's like it it was at least like even even though it's messed up knowing now like at least then there was closure like they did the characters need that closure the the show the story needed to tie off that thread at least for a little while and now it's just not that tied off and it's just frustrating yeah well i mean if it's about the fact that they wanted to have a face and a voice to actually wrap up kate's involvement in batwoman fine but i don't think that's what they're going to do i think they're hedging their bets is hedging their bets on pushing jaceva out of the suit and i don't like that yeah i don't like it at all i don't either because even the even the storylines in the source material where something has happened to kate and kate's no longer the kate everybody recognizes and 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 everything that's done the st- the show wouldn't necessarily have to be about Kate but unless it's about Kate coming back Kate being altered and then just if they figure out what to do with Kate and then just making the conscious decision that she's like I can't do this anymore and she walks away anything other than that it's going down a rabbit hole that doesn't lead anywhere good or fun and it's a very bad sign for Jaceva yeah so I don't like it I don't like it yeah either. All right. So are we going to end on that depressing note? We Thanks are. For yeah. No, no we I'm are. Sorry. I, just, are. I, 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 I know. I know. Um, I think. <laughs> I think it could. I mean, we know I, they have a season three. Yeah, I just want I no to be I, I no longer have confidence that they can. Um, they can do the emotional beats in a way that still does service to the show that we're watching. Mm-hmm. and still chase these threats. I no longer, after five, after seven and eight, I no longer have confidence that they don't have to do some stop motion type TV stuff to make it work. And I don't want them to, because the end of the day, let's be real, the CW solution is going to be, let's just go back to Kate. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that. Yeah. So. And that's a boring choice, to be honest, at this point. At any point, it's a boring place. Yeah. 
So, okay. That, that's where we're at. We, we, there were things we enjoyed. We deeply, I deeply chuckled at a lot of stuff. Um, but it's just, it was off. It was off. This wasn't the way to, this episode eight should have been our bat. We've chosen who our bat woman is and we're moving forward. And, and that, that little stinger at the end didn't do that. Unfortunately. Instead we got Harpo who this woman. Yeah. So we'll see. We shall see where um, they come back. Um, love talking to you as always. And we'll be back, I guess, in, I, to be quite honest, it's probably going to be more like three weeks. Um, but um, we'll, talk about we'll talk about it in a second because they don't need to know my business. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking. Ask. But uh, yeah. So. Yes, keep watching. We are going to keep watching. I'm not, like, over the show. I'm just annoyed with the show. Um, <laughs> no, we're not quitting. There's yeah. no quitting in baseball. There's yeah. no quitting. And no so quitting. we will be back to talk about Batwoman. And let us know how you felt about this episode. And we'll see you in a few weeks. Peace.